about aligning our heart with God's heart. Amen. So, so important. How many of you, I'm sure it's going to be all of you, how many of you desire to be and to do all God created you to be and do? Right? And so in order for that to happen, we need to make sure that our hearts, or we're allowing him to align our hearts with his heart so we're right where we need to be. Spirit, soul, body, and mind. Amen. The Lord spoke to me um, a week or so ago regarding this, and he straight up said it. He said, I'm aligning, this is the season that we're in, I'm aligning hearts and lives of those who love me and are called according to my purpose so that my people can be used by me. If we're not, so what happens if we're not aligned with him? The opposite is true. He wants our hearts and our lives aligned with his heart, with his purpose, his plan, so that we can be used by him. And so if we're off doing our own thing, you know, fulfilling our own agenda, our own purpose, we're not going to be doing what he's called us to do, which is what we all raised our hand we want to do, right? And so God is aligning. This is a season. He's aligning our hearts, our lives. He even has to align our thought life in line with his plan, his purpose, and his word in order to use us in this last days. Um, Let's turn to Isaiah 55. We know part of it, but I'm going to start with verse 6. He says this, Isaiah 55, 6, Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish every thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God, for he will forgive generously. My thoughts, he says, are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So we already know that God's ways and his thoughts are bigger and higher than ours, right? But what he tells us to do in the beginning of that portion of scripture is in order to align our hearts with his heart, in order to think the thoughts that he thinks for us, we need to seek him. We need to ask for forgiveness for he's generous to forgive. Thank you, Jesus. He's a merciful and forgiving God. And he makes He gives us the opportunity to confess our sin, and he says he's faithful and just to forgive our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thank you, Lord. But not everybody goes after God. Not everyone seeks after God. And so not everyone is going to be, you know, found. Not everyone's going to find him. Not everyone's going to find his fulfillment and his purpose for their lives if they're not going after him and desiring for him to align their hearts with his heart. So the first step that we need to do is desire to be in his will. And that is my prayer, that, that Lord, I just want to fulfill who you call me to be and be fulfilled by you. And in order for that to happen, I need to have my heart open and willing for, um, to seek after him, obviously, and then also for him to bring correction and instruction where it needs to happen so I stay on the right path. And so that's how each of us need to seek the Lord is, and be open to the Lord for him to make those adjustments always to align our hearts 
Why? Because we don't, how many of you know, we don't always know what's best. (laughs) God does. He knows what's best for our lives. He knows what steps are going to take us to that end goal. He knows how to get us to fulfill what he's called us to do. Amen. And so he wants us to align our hearts or be open to him aligning our hearts so that we can do what he's called us to do. Hallelujah. Um, God wants to do so much more with you. How many of you believe it? There's so much more. And and we all know God, he always, and with his ways being higher than our ways and his thoughts for us higher than, than our thoughts, sometimes he shows us things that we just totally couldn't even begin to know how to get there. You know, how many of you have had God show you something like 20 years ahead of time of what he has for you? And at that time, you thought, there is no way that I could do that. But the greater one lives on the inside of you, and he can do that. All things are possible with God. Amen? So his thoughts for you are big. Amen? They're they're to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. His thoughts for you are mega. And um, in order for us to accomplish those things for God, we need to always be willing to let him make adjustments in our heart to align us with his heart and his purpose. Amen? Jeremiah 29, 11, I just said it. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They're plans for good and not for evil. They're plans to give you a future and a hope. And, you know, with God relaying to you the plans he has for you, um, he, the word of God says he gives you the desires of your heart, but guess who's the one who put the desire there at the beginning? <laughs> the Lord did. And um, in order for us to fulfill and, and walk out those desires, walk out those fulfillments, we have to be open to allowing God to make adjustments in our lives because we don't always know what is best. But God does. And I'm just so thankful we serve a God that is loving, that is kind, that is generous in forgiveness and mercy because we don't always listen. <laughs> we don't always get it the first try. Sometimes we fall, sometimes we mess up, but he is willing and he is faithful to forgive us, cleanse us, and set us on the right path. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. I know so often the Lord has shown me what he has for me or for the church or, or the ministry, and it's big. And I, in myself, if I'm not aligning my thoughts with God's thought, I will get scared, I'll get nervous, um, maybe the enemy will try to get in there with some kind of doubt or fear, and I know I'm not the only one when God shows you something big, um, you're like, who am I, how could I do that? But God wants us to think his thoughts for you his plans for you. And if there's anything, the word of God says, if anything is contrary to the knowledge of God, and if he's revealing his knowledge and his will for your life, and it's big, then if it's contrary to that knowledge, he says for us to cast down all thoughts and all imaginations that are contrary to the knowledge of God. What is that doing? That's aligning your thought life to his thought life for you. And his thought life for you is good to give you a future and a hope and an expected end. His plans for you are to prosper you, not to harm you. So if anything that is causing you to diminish yourself, to think lower of yourself than what he's saying, to cause you to feel like it's not going to work out or that you're, you know, going to be sick all your life or whatever it might be that's contrary to the knowledge of God, cast it down and align your heart with his heart, your thoughts with his thoughts for you. 
because his thoughts for you are always good. Amen? God always knows what's best. Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that will prevail. Do you know that we as human beings, you know, God gave us a mind. God gave us, you know, thoughts and creativity and all that. And as human beings, we can be creative and we could set our hand to a business or we could set our hand to a church or we could set our hand to doing something in this life. But the thing is, is God gives us the desires of his heart. (laughs) And then we line up and align ourselves and those things become the desires of our heart. And that's why he gives you the desires of your heart then. And, you know, I think about the Tower of Babel, that he said that nothing will be refrained from them and what they can imagine that they can do. So nothing could be held back from what we could imagine we could do. But if we want to fulfill the plan of God for our lives and we want to be in God's perfect will, then we're going to line up with what he's saying about us and what he's telling us he has for us. And if we think anything contrary to that, then we're supposed to be casting it down or, or recognizing that that's a tactic of the enemy to try to get us off track. What has God said to you? What has God spoken to you by his word or by his spirit? Make sure that your thought life is lining up with that. Amen? Many are the plans of a man's heart. So your plans can be good and everything like that. But he said, in the end, we know what happened at the Tower of Babel. (laughs) It didn't succeed. They went all over the place. They were scattered. Why? Because it wasn't God's plan. Many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that's going to prevail in your life. And so... If you want to be successful in life, in God's eyes, you want to fulfill, like we all raised our hands, what God's called you to do. And There's no fulfillment other than doing what God's called you to do. And I don't care if it's ringing a bell at a grocery store to collect for those in need, or if it's ministering on the street to where nobody will ever know you did it, or if it's preaching, or if it's washing people's feet and putting new shoes on their feet or missions or whatever it is that God's called you to do, whatever God's showing you, there's nothing else that's going to bring more fulfillment to you in all of the world if he's called you to that thing. And so even though it might not be what you thought for your life, if God thought it for your life, he knows what he put on the inside of you. He knows the ability and the personality that he needs for it. And there's nothing else that's going to fulfill us more. So that's why he wants us to align our hearts or, or think what he thinks for us and allow him to align our hearts. Uh, we're not our own mechanic, right? <laughs> so we need to allow him to do just adjustments in our lives. Our, flan- our plans may fail, but his purpose will prevail. And he spoke that to me by his spirit this morning. You know, so, time, so many times we might feel like a failure. We might feel like, you know, um, we've fallen and we can't get up. We might feel like we've messed up. You know, we made a wrong decision. We made a wrong turn in life. We should have been here. We should have been there. It doesn't matter because 
we already knew it from the word of God, man's plans. We might have missed it. We might have been in our own planning and our own agenda, our own thoughts and missed it somehow. Oh, well, get back on track and allow God to align your heart and align your life and get back right in the smack dab will of God. Amen. And God will use you. I love that he says his gifts and callings are without repentance because you know what that means? His plans for you didn't change. He didn't change his heart just because he took a little detour. He picks you back up and you get back on the right track and say, Holy Spirit, I give you permission to align my heart with God's heart. Align what I see with what God sees for me. Amen? Proverbs 16.3 says this. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. You know, we're not here for ourselves. God created us to fellowship with him. God created us to fulfill his purpose on earth. And one day all this is going to pass away and we're going to be in heaven with him. So all that really matters is what we do for his kingdom. What he created us to do is all that we're going to take with us to heaven. And so if you really think about it, we need to commit our actions or our plans to the Lord. And he says, your plans will succeed because you're doing the will of the Father. Why did Jesus succeed in his ministry here on earth? The word of God says that he only did and only said what he heard his Father doing and saying. That is exactly why his plans succeeded. He fulfilled the plan of God here on earth because he was only, he was committing his plans to the Lord, his actions for every day to the Lord, and his plans succeeded. He died, he rose again from the dead, he shed his blood for us, he made us righteous in the sight of God. Thank you, Jesus. Why did his plans succeed? God was here as a demonstration. Jesus was here as a demonstration for you and I. Because he did what the Father said. He fulfilled and walked out what the Father was showing him. So what has the Father shown you? What has he said about you? Because that's really what you should be pursuing, nothing else. Nothing else matters. One day we're all going to be in front of the Lord and we're either going to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with what I've given you. I'm going to make you ruler over much. Or we're going to hear, sorry, I loved you. I love you. But depart from me because I never knew you. And that sounds so gruesome. It sounds so awful. But he gives us so much warning and so much room to repent, so much room to align our hearts with his heart, our purpose with his purpose. We see in the word of God where There's people saying, Lord, Lord, did we not cast out devils in your name? Did we not heal the sick in your name? And he'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. So like on one hand, they must have known the word of God, but their hearts were far from him. They must have been doing some things that were right, but were they in the plan and will of God, aligning their hearts with the purpose of God because that's the only one that he causes to succeed. That's why it's so important when God reveals to you who you are in Christ Jesus and what he's called you to do to set your heart ablaze for that thing and that thing only. 
to live your life for Jesus is all that matters. How can we do that? <laughs> How can we fulfill that? How can we make sure that we're, our plans are his plans? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Stop leaning to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. You don't have to worry about it. If you're committing your heart, you're committing your actions for the day on a daily basis, your plans to him, he says, he will make sure you're on the right path. He will make your path straight. Amen? So many are the plans of a man's heart. We can go anywhere we want. We have a free will. He created us because he wanted us to have a free will and choose to love him. So we have a free will. But what he wants is our heart's desire is to be his heart's desire. What he wants is our desire to fulfill his plan, his purpose here on earth as it is in heaven that he made and created us for. Amen? So we need to be willing to give everything we have to him, to give all we have to him, all our ways, all our plans, agendas. Are you willing to like cancel a Christmas service program? I am. If the Lord tells me to cancel something, you know, I'll cancel it. But are you willing to, to adjust things even though you have things just this way? Are you willing to make adjustments if he asks you to? Because it's only in his, he's always only looking out for your good. Amen? Amen? Yeah. I know that the government and, and different people um, might make plans, might make agendas, but they are men. They are men. And he says, many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Yeah. And so we should be desiring to fulfill his purpose and his plan and not follow man's plan. Amen? Hallelujah. So we need to be willing to give him all, including our thought life. Including our thought life, which, you know, if anything contrary comes to you, that's contrary to the knowledge of God that says to trust in the Lord with all your heart. And not to lean to your own understanding, not to lean to what the news is saying, not to lean to this way or that way, but trust in the Lord yes. that you're going to do that yes. over what man says. Amen? Yes. Proverbs 37, 23, he says to us, the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. They're ordered of the Lord, not man. They're ordered of the Lord. Not your plans and what you got a degree in. They're ordered of the Lord. So if God's adjusting or he's trying to realign your heart and trying to give you a fresh vision, for without that vision, the people perish. If God's adjusting your heart and trying to show you something good that he has for you, don't go against it. Allow him to align your heart with his heart. Lord, if that's you showing me that, even though I never dreamed in a million years that I'd be doing that thing, then, Lord, I ask you to align my heart. Do any adjustments in me that you need me to do. Yes. Anything that you need to adjust in my heart. I've, I've had to pray that prayer because of things that he has shown me that, well, we can't in ourselves fulfill something anyways. It has to be God. It has to be by his spirit. It's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by his spirit. 
Actually, that's one of the... Uh, one of the ways you know God's speaking to you when it's too big for you to fulfill on your own anyways. <laughs> because you have to depend on him and his strength. Amen? So he says in his word, the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. You're aligning, you're welcoming the Holy Spirit to lead you, to guide you um, along the right path. You're not thinking your own thoughts about the plans you have for you, but what he has for you. You're allowing him to align your life with the life he has intended for you. I love it. Commit your actions. Commit your footsteps. Commit your day to the Lord, and your plans will be successful. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't have one hand in here that would say, I don't want my plan successful. Okay? We all want our plan successful. Well, the only way to be fully successful in your life is to follow the path that Jesus gave us, which was to only do and only say what he hears the Father doing and saying. And so with that, we need to allow the Lord to make adjustments in us. Sometimes we get our toes stepped on in church or from other believers that are trying to walk in love towards us, maybe to share with you something that they see is off. And, oh, man, that hurts. You know, oh, man, that's going to cause me to have to stretch and grow. And that's okay because we need to grow. And we also need to know what God has for us. He's only going to correct us in love to get us on the right path. If we're headed down the wrong path, wouldn't we want to know? <laughs> because we all want to go to heaven. We all want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So we need to give God permission, whatever that looks like, to say, Lord, I welcome you and invite you to align my heart and my thought life with what you think about me with what you created me to do. We are coming to the last days here. And what more of a reason than to serve God with our whole hearts, all of our minds, all of our strength. Give him 100%. Stop giving him, you know, what is that? Mediocre. Don't live a mediocre life or a lukewarm life. He says he'll spit that out of his mouth. He doesn't like that. He likes hot or cold. Be on fire for Jesus. Be on fire for what he has for you. Be on fire. And he says, seek him. Repent. Turn from your wicked ways. And he'll show us which path to take. He'll lead us and guide us. His plans for us are above and beyond what we could imagine. But he'll show them to us. But you've got to be seeking him. Like Isaiah 55, 6-9 says, you've got to be seeking him. You got to know that he, he's faithful, loving, and forgiving God and be willing to confess your sin. If you're saying, Lord, align my heart, and he says, there's sin in the camp, there's sin in your heart, there's sin in your home, be willing to confess it. And let him be faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness and get you back on the right track. Amen. Philippians 2.13 says this, For God is working in you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. It's not an automatic. Things in this world might sound good. Plans of man might sound good. But unless it's God's plans for you, it's not good for you. <laughs> and you know in the end you're going to find out what was God's plans and not God's plans because it's the only thing that's going to 
stay standing. Amen. So he says he works in you. God is working in you. He's trying to make adjustments, but you have to be willing. We are a free moral agent. We have to be willing to give him permission to work in us the desire and the power to do and fulfill all he's called you to do and fulfill. We need to pray and welcome him. I love that new song, Refine, Refiner. It's talking about welcoming the Holy Spirit to burn in us, burn out the things that are contrary to God, the things that get us off track from what God has for us. Hey, guess what? If it's not going towards God, it's going from God. If it's not heading you towards the plan that God has for you to fulfill what God has for you, it's heading you away from the plan that God has for you. So we don't need that stuff because what it does is it slows you down. Guess what? When there's just a little thing out of alignment in our car, it can cause your whole car. Do you ever notice on your steering wheel when it's time to get in alignment? It can cause your car to go off track. You leave the wheel for one second. You shouldn't, teenagers. But you leave the wheel for one second, and all of a sudden you're off into the ditch. Why? Because you need an adjustment. You need an alignment. There's hearts, Christian hearts, people who love God, whose hearts need an alignment, whose thought life needs an alignment so that you stay straight on the right path. But guess what? Nobody's going to make you take your car in, maybe if you have a really good husband and he drove your car, but nobody's going to make you take your car in to get that adjustment. You yourself have to recognize you need an adjustment. You have to recognize that you've gotten out of line with the will of God, the plans and purposes of God, and say, Lord, refine me. Lord, make an adjustment to my heart, to my life. Lord, I welcome you. Make an adjustment to my thought life. I have been thinking off of your thoughts. I have been thinking lower than your thoughts when your plans are here and your plans are there. Lord, I've been thinking other thoughts. Lord, I welcome you to refine me and make an adjustment Guess what? When you give him permission, all of a sudden your wheel is aligned. Your heart is aligned. Your thoughts are aligned. And you're headed on that right path. Amen? That's what God needs from us. Hallelujah. Psalms 138.8 says, The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. He says, it says, Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Talking about us. David's talking about himself. Lord, Lord, thank you that you're, you perfect that which concerns me. He knew we're not perfect. We're not perfect. We've made mistakes, every one of us. Okay, we've made mistakes. We've gotten off of the path. We've been out of alignment from time to time and kind of detoured. But when you Welcome the Holy Spirit to make adjustments in your heart, make adjustments in your mind, admit that maybe you were wrong, and make an adjustment. He perfects, thank you, Jesus, that which concerns us. And I love that David recognized this. He says, oh, your mercy endures forever. Lord, do not forsake the work of your hands. Guess what? We are his workmanship. (laughs) 
And he's pleading with the Lord, have mercy on me, Lord. Perfect that which concerns me. Don't forsake me, your handiwork. Aren't you happy? Aren't you excited that the Lord um, doesn't leave us like a junker car? Um, think about, I was thinking about this. I don't know why I was thinking a lot about cars this week. There's a lot of car commotion going on. But God, thank you, Lord, that he is able to hear our prayers. Call on me in your day of trouble and I will give you rest. You know, I'm so thankful that when you pray and you see it in the word, that means it's possible for you to pray that same prayer like David prayed. Lord, perfect that which concerns me. Align my heart with your heart. Help me think the thoughts that you have for me and help me to meditate on what you have for me. So David is praying this, Lord, I've gotten off track. I'm out of alignment. Lord, do an adjustment in me, please. Have mercy on me. So as he's praying, I'm so thankful that even though, I mean, we know his mistakes are big. And, and I mean, I'm thankful that God doesn't have my mistakes in this book. <laughs> but David's mistakes are written in the book, okay? And it's just for our help to show us that you could even have gone that far off. And if you are confess, confessing your sin and you're repentant and you're returning to God, he can realign you. Yes. Hallelujah. He doesn't see that you are, oh man, this one, you know, he's gotten too off track, forget it. No good, junk it. Junk it, you know. Um, no, not useful. Just like our cars, you know. Um, I know I'm going to share Amber's story, but <laughs> we're together a lot. So, But they, you can have a car that looks perfect on the outside, just completely fine. And you can have a human being that looks just perfect on the outside. And I'm so thankful that we're not like a car that something like a head gasket can go and it might look perfect, but it becomes a junker. God bless them with a new car, so thank you, Jesus. But it might look perfect, and you might look like you got it all together, but if your heart needs an alignment, you need to give God permission to make that alignment. I'm thankful that we don't get junked just because we go off track, right? He still desires that you get back on track. Even un I, I'm so thankful that even until the, even the deathbed, that the Lord Jesus' mercies are new every morning. I've had several family members come to the Lord on their deathbed, and I'm so thankful that's how big his mercy is, right? But he has a plan for us, and let's not wait until then to align our hearts with his heart. Amen. We have, we have purpose in our hearts that God has put on the inside of us. Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 says, God's mercy is new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. This is not a license to sin. It's not a license to go off-roading and go whatever way you please. It's just to help you get back on track and not get so discouraged by the enemy that you keep going off-roading off in the wrong path. Don't allow the devil to fool you into thinking that you couldn't possibly now get on the right path because you've gone off the right, wrong path, you know, to the wrong path for so long. No, just give God permission. Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, adjust my heart, my thought life. Help me to do, Lord, what pleases you. Lord, perfect that which concerns me. Perfect that which concerns me. You know what the Lord spoke to me? I'm, I'm inviting him. Anything that I preach, I'm doing. And I'm inviting him to do that in me. Lord, perfect that which concerns me. And he dealt with me on my thought life. Yes. 
on how that my thoughts need to line up with what he says of me. Amen. We need to not diminish and think who am I or woe is me or anything like that. When he's saying my thoughts for you and my plans for you are good for a future and a hope. They're not plans for you to discourage you, to leave you out in the cold or to leave you um, forsaken. My plans for you are good to give you a future and a hope. And so my thoughts should be those thoughts. Amen. My thoughts should be focused on what he has for me, and I should be setting my hand to that, regardless of what it looks like. And that's what God has for each and every one of us. He gives us vision. He gives us hope. He speaks to us by his word or by his spirit, and we need to make sure that we're thinking those thoughts. He says, if we've messed up, 1 John 1, 9, it's your promise that you can cling to and act on. Confess your sin. And he'll be faithful and just to forgive your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That means like anything, <laughs> anything, thank you, Lord, any way that I might have gotten off, any thought I might have gotten off, in. anything, Lord, I confess my sin because it's sin to not think, you know, to think contrary to the knowledge of God. So, Lord, I confess my sin. I'm sorry where I got off or why I didn't listen to you. I didn't wait on you to hear what your plan or purpose was. I'm sorry, Lord. I repent, and I invite you to adjust my heart, adjust my thoughts, show me what your plan is for me. Why do we want to do that? Because we want to fulfill the plan that God has for us. Because man's purpose isn't what prevails. God's purpose is what prevails. It's what's going to succeed in life and nothing else. Nothing else we can take to heaven but what we've done for the Lord. Amen? The worship team can come on back up. So I just want to encourage you this morning. Don't take yourself out of the race. Don't take yourself out of the race. Um, because you feel like your heart is too far off or your thought life is too far off or because you've sinned. Um, the Lord doesn't have any junker cars. <laughs> he can fix everything. Amen? But we have to be willing. We have to come to him and say, Lord, I confess my sin. And I thank you. You're faithful and just to forgive my sin and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. We have to be willing like David where he knew and owned up to the fact that he messed up. David said, Lord, I realize I was wrong. Perfect that which concerns me. Don't forsake your handiwork, Lord. <laughs> I want to fulfill the plan you have for me. I don't want anything else, Lord. Nothing else matters. Perfect that which concerns me. Lord, I ask you, refine me and align my heart with your heart. Help me to do, Lord, what's pleasing to you. Remember, he said, the Lord will perfect that which concerns you, that God is working in you the desire, because we don't always have the desire to do what he wants. So he's working in you to, to desire and to have the power to fulfill what pleases him. My prayer is, Lord, make me a vessel fit for your use. The only way that you are fit for his use is if you're on his path. 
fulfilling His purpose and His plan because it's the only one will prevail. Man's plans might fail, but God's purpose prevails. Amen? What does it mean to align? What does it mean to align our heart? It means to make a place or arrange things into a straight line, to give support to somebody. So you're asking God, God, give me the support and make things that are crooked in me straight so that I'm only doing what's pleasing to you, so that I'm only thinking on things that are pleasing to you. Lord, I welcome you. Like Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, I welcome you to make my path straight. I'm sorry for leaning to my own understanding in this thing or that thing. I welcome you, Lord. I want to focus on you. I welcome you to make my path straight. God is preparing, and this is not a discouraging message. What God's doing right here, right now, and you're here on purpose. God is here adjusting, aligning, and preparing your heart, specifically who's here right now, to be used by God for this season. This is your season. This is your due season. This is your time to shine. This is your time to be used by God for His plan, for His purpose, for you. It's to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future, to give you a hope, to shine your light so all men may see that our God is God. But we have to give Him permission. Lord, refine me. Make my path straight. Adjust in me a heart that is pleasing to you, God. Hebrews 12.1 says, So let us throw off every weight that seems to hinder us, every sin that seems to hold us back. It's pointless, it's worthless, it's useless. Throw off and cast down the thoughts that are contrary to the knowledge of God and start lining up with what He says, with what He's doing in the earth. He says in his word, if my people who are called by my name, we're all called by his name, will humble themselves. It's, it's humbling. He says, humble yourself and turn from their wicked ways. It's humbling to admit you were wrong. Maybe you're not out there killing, stealing, and destroying, but turning from a wicked way could mean you're disobedient to the Lord in some thought life some fashion David had to be willing Lord perfect that which concerns me Lord I give you permission to correct that which concerns me correct align my heart with your heart let us throw off Hebrews 12 1 every weight every sin that so easily hinders us and let us from this point forward I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus the author and finisher of my faith I'm going to keep my eyes fixed on what he said I need to do what he says about me let us run with perseverance and endurance the race marked out for us amen I'm going to pray a prayer and then I want you to listen to the song if you guys are ready for that just let this song be a prayer of yours to the Lord Father we just come together Lord I thank you that you are this it's what you told me 
you're today aligning hearts and lives to be in line with your life, your purpose, and your plan so that we can be used by you in this last day. Lord, we just invite you and just invite the Lord. Lord, we invite you to align and adjust our hearts, our thought life, our lives today to match yours, to match your plan for our lives. Help us perfect that which concerns us. Empower us to fulfill all you created us to fulfill and to do all you created us to do, God. I thank you, God, your mercies are new every morning, Lord. We just confess our sin. Any unrighteousness, we just throw off every thought that's contrary to your knowledge, God. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, right now. Just say, Holy Spirit, I give you permission to align my heart with God's heart. Help me to see what God sees about me. Help me to do and only say what God's saying about me. I welcome you, Lord. Purge me. Fill me. Equip me. Align my heart with your heart. In Jesus' name. Let's listen to this song and let it be a prayer of your heart. If the altars would meet us, take me there. Take me there if you're looking for an offering. It's right here, my life is here, and I'll be a living sacrifice for you. You're a fire, the refiner. I wanna be consumed, I wanna be tried by fire. Purified, you take whatever you desire. Lord, here's my life. I wanna be tried by fire. Purified, you take whatever you desire. Lord, here's my life. If your glory wants to come in, let it fall. We want it all. Lord, your fire is consuming. Fill this place, set it ablaze, and I'll be a living sacrifice for you. You're a fire, the refiner. I want to be consumed, I want to be tried by fire, purified, you take whatever you desire, Lord is my life, I want to be tried by fire, purified, you take whatever you Lord, is my life. So clean my hands, purify my heart. I want to burn for you and only for you. And 
the refiner. I wanna be consumed. Your fire, your fire, the refiner. I wanna be consumed till I look like you. You're a fire, the refiner. I wanna be consumed. I wanna be tried by fire. Purify, you take whatever you desire. Lord, is my life. I wanna be tried by fire. Purify, you take whatever you desire. Lord, is my life. Lord, I just pray that you would find us an acceptable, holy, and living sacrifice, the kind that you can use. Lord, we desire to be a vessel fit for your use. Lord, I know, Lord, you're searching for laborers, searching for those whose hearts are pure and ready to be used by you. God, I pray that today you would make those adjustments that need to be made, that we are ready to go out and harvest for the harvest is ripe Lord you said the laborers are few I don't think that it's because not many want to see people come to you but they're not many hearts are aligned to be used by you God so Lord I pray refine us adjust us align us with your heart this morning hallelujah I'm gonna get ready to take this morning's tithes and offerings